0: This is a Bulldog Radio podcast.
1: Guess who's back everybody? It's your favorite host, Joe Nagy. I'm joined Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joined by my friend Brandon Worth. Welcome back to the MVSP. Brandon, thanks for holding down the floor while we were gone. It has been an eventful couple of weeks. Couple of couple of days of sports world brandon um sports are over
0: yeah it's it's crazy and uh we're glad to have you back joe of course Thanks, Miss brandon. but it, it's just been very weird now that everything's starting to get canceled or postponed or whatever and there's so many rumors going around but it's just crazy we got a lot to get into today uh, we apologize in advance the audio quality on these rec- um, recordings are going to be a little bit less of quality than we did in the coronavirus we have been limited to our homes so we're actually doing everything from homes so very fortunate yeah. for anchor to be able
1: to do not, that as yeah, well Yeah not in the studio not in the studio today but
0: yep yeah, we we're going to get in the studio as hopefully soon as we'll we can hopefully we will be back Yeah hopefully we will be back soon but we'll get into Let's get right into it. We got the Ferris Sports Report, which, just like we were talking about, is pretty short. Uh, all of our championships for the winter season have ended, been canceled, as well as the spring sports. It's pretty sad to see, but, I, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just kind of one thing you're just like, I don't know what to say. This is crazy. We've never
1: experienced and, something like this before. And it's tough, though, too, because like when you look at, like, Ferris, like, this is the first time in program history where both men's and women's made it to the tournament, you know? And, like, when you look at the seniors who are on the team, like, for both men's and women's with, like, Greg Williams um, and, like, uh, Riley Blair and stuff, those seasons where they've been working really hard and trying to make it so they etch their name in the history books for Ferris, it's just kind of, like, it's just over. They don't have a chance to prove themselves.
0: Yeah, it's it's sad to see, and especially, like, we we give credit to the NCA and all the other leagues as well that canceled like the NAIA and the the NG Air and, and NCCAA, but they given like their spring sports eligibility for an extra year for some of these guys, but for the winter they they don't get it. Their season's yeah. over, and like, I mean, when you seniors look at, are
1: done. Yeah, when you look at it too, I mean, we're not going to be able to see what these. What these players, um, and like these teams that are like Dayton, San Diego State, Creighton, these teams who had really good years, they're not going to be able to do anything for the rest. For the rest of, they're not going to be able to prove themselves in the tournament. Which I don't think, I don't think they're going to be able to make it back next year, especially for a lot of the seniors that are leaving those senior leadership. I don't know what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, and g- glad that you brought that up as we move into the the NCA portion. Yeah, you you nailed it right on you nailed you nailed it right there joe i I, I didn't know what to say right there. you just kind of stole my bit, but um yeah, there's a lot of these teams that made it so far and they're so high in the rankings, and we don't get to see what they did in the tournament and this was probably one of the most wide open tournaments we were anticipating in how many years, and we're not going to be able to see it
1: yeah, I mean look Butler's back in the top twenty five is up there for like probably the first time that. We've ever seen them that high up in the rankings. I mean, Ohio State trying to finish out on a good year. Seton Hall, um, Villanova trying to make their way back to the to where they were from a couple years ago. I mean, a lot of these teams, it's just – I wouldn't say it's a wasted season because they've proved themselves already, but it's just kind of a, what could have been, you know?
0: Yeah, a disappointing end for sure. I, like, I remember like, Villanova at the beginning of the season – they were where? Not even close to the top 25, it seemed like. It was just super strange that they weren't as good, and then they make this run. And then you got teams like San Diego State that are just catching the league by storm and just blowing the rankings, not losing any games on, until they obviously played UNLV. But Seton Hall was up there as well. There's just so many teams
1: that Florida the State ladder. as well. Florida State up at Florida number four. Florida
0: State, oh my goodness. They've been on fire the last couple of weeks. And ultimately... No brackets this year. of March Madness, to it's just sad, but I mean, I circumstances. But we we're yeah. just gonna look on the season as what.
1: And you know, with the brackets and stuff too, that takes away probably the most anticipated, one of the most iconic things for the sports world, with everybody's filling out their brackets. Absolutely. I mean, we were we were gonna do an episode uh, with uh, Mike's and takes about doing a bracket filling episode. And that, was, that that. didn't go through. That fell, That ended up falling through. But, I mean, I'm disappointed because those are, that's probably one of the funnest parts of this, being a sports fan is filling out your bracket.
0: Absolutely. You're always with your buddies. You're saying, oh, there's no way that team's going to win. You're like, over which picks are going to be correct. and It's such a fun time of year as well. There's always the, the million should be a challenge. There's always people that are of their own strategy is the best and we love to just see how many people are things picking the upsets it's just it's just bad man I I don't really know how to describe it I I was shocked the day I heard the tournament was canceled because I thought they were ultimately just going to postpone it but once they just they just cut it it was just like
1: that's what that's one thing I was sad about too because I mean if when you just cancel it, you have so many angry fans. You have so many angry players that are just yeah. saying, "You and there's players, you know, who have a chance to get a really good draft stock going in through going into March Madness." I mean, who really heard about Carson Edwards last year until he went until he was in the tournament? You know.
0: Yeah, he exploded who, in the tournament. His draft stock went through the roof after that tournament.
1: And after a lot of these,
0: not a lot good. of these
1: players who are on the bubble for maybe. Making it onto a practice squad, or maybe making it into a league now they just have to hope that they can perform in those situations rather than getting some more playing time on the court to really prove themselves you know
0: yeah it's it's something that you just you you wish would have went differently, but I mean we obviously understand the circumstances and we 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 hope everybody's healthy and everybody's safe in a good place especially especially emotionally after all this has happened because emotionally i can't i can't even imagine how some of these players are feeling like they're going into the tournament like this is this is the last hurrah and then it's just taken away from you just like
1: that so it's 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 sad to see is it definitely is and you know being in michigan for us i mean we've already seen the steps that the mhsaa have taken like our governor she's uh i think it was declared a state of emergency right where Yep. Um No, no meetings above 50 people or something like that. But I mean, we're talking about college, but these high school athletes, too, like they don't get a chance to really have those final great high school sports moments, you know? Yeah. And, and they
0: don't and, they can't get an el- year of eligibility back like our like college can. Like there, yeah. there's no there's no 13th year of like school. You can't just go after 12th grade and come back. It's pretty much you're going to get your diploma or you're held back. And it's just the same it, thing it, with those
1: people who might want to go to the pros. I mean, these kids are trying to get for schol- college scholarships to play for the next level. And when you don't have the chance or opportunities to really not only you can practice, but I mean, that's not going to be the same as game or game time or or match time, competition time, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, for sure. It's It's just not a – I just don't know how to explain it because you just – your heart breaks for these kids, your heart breaks for these players. But you know that these are the right – steps to take to combat this virus but it's you're i just don't even know how to explain it because you know sports are everything to us sports are everything to a lot of people and when you get that taken away it's just kind of a there's just a hole in your heart a hole in your life that you can't get back
0: yeah i mean just the fact that we're we're we can't even like talk about this without just being gasp still it's been how long since this happened and we're still shocked because we've (coughs) never seen something like this before it has never been just where everything just is you know blink of an eye it's gone like all of these sports are just gone and it's just something where we really just hope that the best comes out of this and obviously the virus is going to be contained and then ultimately disintegrated from like society all over the world but it's just yeah like It's crazy. I mean, we hope that everything goes the best with all these sports and that we don't get so much of a widespread, um, uh, you could call it an epidemic. But we we obviously understand, like you said, that this is the right path and we're just hoping for the best.
1: Yeah. And, you know, there's already I think it said there's been 70,000 cases that have been recovered of people who have been. That have recovered from the virus, so I mean it's obviously my, we will get sports back at one time it's just right now well, we're, there's just no sports Yeah, you know and when we look at it I mean baseball is getting postponed the regular season is going to be pushed back Bad, uh, NBA basketball is possibly starting or kind of flirting I'm not sure if it's official but they're flirting with the idea starting back in the summer mm-hmm. and playoffs are going to start in August but it's it's just a tough I don't even know how to put it into words yeah it's
0: it's it's insane like all of these sports it's just kind of like you don't know what to think with everything being pushed back but yeah NASCAR is now post their last couple of races WWE is starting to to kind of fade that way they're trying to really localize their their entertainment in one in their their performance center whatever it's called but ultimately yeah. how long is that going to last but I mean NHL pausing their season as well it's just it just couldn't. It couldn't have came at a a crazier time where we have so many sports going on. At this one is a time. yeah. This
1: is a time where all where it's basically the hot like the two or three months or the one or two months where every sport is playing. I mean, other than football, but I mean, NHL like you said, NHL gets post or they're flirting. They're flirting with suspension, but right now it's just postponed. I mean, pretty soon we're gonna get those sports back. Like I said, but I mean. This really couldn't have come at a worse time.
0: Yeah. Like even across the sea over like for tennis and soccer, like those are wild I shouldn't say wild world known sports that everyone pays attention to all year round and now they're kind of shutting down. So there's not like there's no any there's no alternative really for us to go like watch. I mean, obviously there's some sports that are kind of still going on that we see on ESPN now that are like darts or fishing or that are still kinda... it's like
1: when uh when august 8 comes around
0: yeah yeah it's
1: espn it's all those sports that you know
0: espn the ocho that's we're getting as, that on as, every single platform
1: or as popular but i mean we're getting bowling all the time we're getting darts like you said just a lot of these odd sports that we're not really used to seeing that haven't canceled yet when we got to fill the void of the major sports
0: yeah for sure but Even, yeah, like those sports in in general, though, those are fun to watch, though. Like I've started watching darts a little bit recently. Those guys are good. Like there are some crazy good darts players. Like just the fact that these guys are hitting a little target that's literally as thin as your finger and hitting it every single time, three in a row. It just it boggles your mind. These guys are so good. But we've never noticed that because we've always had NBA, NFL all these bigger sports that just kind of overtake the media about it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I like, I mean, I'm going to say it again. I've kind of, it's kind of like I'm playing a broken fiddle or whatever, but I just like, I'm just dumbfounded. I'm out a short, I'm just out of short for words because I just miss sports, you know, like, yeah. I don't I don't know. But I mean, when you look at it though, there's so much more stuff going on. We're going to try to transition now. Um, NFL free agency—it's kind of like the the peak of what's going on right now. Oh yeah, a lot of thing, a lot of things have happened so far today. Still, stuff is still coming in. But Brandon, uh, what what do you think is probably going to happen for a lot of these big names coming into the free agency?
0: Yeah, but um, actually, before we get into that, there's been a lot of big deals that have been made that I kind of wanted to touch over really quick in case you guys yeah. missed it. But um, some of the bigger names, um, A.J. Green, uh, first of all, was tagged by the Bengals, so he's going to probably be there with Joe Burrow. Tannehill is also staying with the Titans. Um, But there have been some huge moves already. I mean, just kind of mind-boggling moves that we never saw coming. Like the David Johnson DeAndre Hopkins trade was made, so DeAndre Hopkins is going to the Cardinals now in swap Mm -hmm. with picks for David Johnson going to the Texans for some picks as well um case keenum is now going to be a cleveland brown i would have never expected what? that coming yep he's ag- agreed to terms with the browns they gave him a little bit of money um jamie collins is now a detroit lion so we kind of got that patriots right down the line going uh marcus mariota is now in uh, um, almost said oakland raider he's a las vegas raider i'm still gonna struggle with that but
1: that's gonna Yeah, that's going to take a little yeah, bit. But...
0: Uh, Jimmy Graham's a Bear. I didn't see that one coming at all. Jimmy um,
1: Graham got traded to the
0: Bears? He did indeed. from Yep, from Green Bay. They have moved him over to Chicago. Who, the Chicago hmm. Bears also got Robert Quinn from the Dallas Cowboys. So hmm. that one's kind of crazy. But one of the biggest, if not the biggest, announced earlier today, Tom Brady is not going to be a Patriot. In this upcoming season, and out of nowhere, it's the
1: end. It's the end of the dynasty. It is indeed. But now, the funny thing it's, is,
0: we're now gonna see which is better, Belichick or Brady. This is gonna be the deciding factor yeah, for the is, most part. Is,
1: is is Bel? I feel like the argument of Belichick being one of the best coaches in the NFL is gonna come down to his success this season. Yep. Is if they if he can have a successful season, make it to the playoffs, then. It's not because he had Brady all those times; it's because he's an actually good coach. But mm-hmm. if Brady doesn't make it to the playoffs or go far or have a good season, his goat conversation is going to be out of out of the question. Mm-hmm. For sure.
0: I mean, <coughs> I'm really wondering what Excuse the Patriots me. are going to do at quarterback. Oh, you're good, because um, they <laughs> their backup. I can't remember the name off the top of his head. I believe he's ever played. Like they're going to have to find somebody in free agency. Or draft somebody
1: Isn't Teddy, Br- Teddy Bridgewater's in free agency, right?
0: Teddy Bridgewater is actually now a Carolina Panther. Oh, my. According to, I believe it was uh, Rappaport, he is signed with the Panthers. And actually, ironically, just now, just on my feed, no joke, Bleacher Report pop-up, Phillip Rivers is now going to the Indianapolis Colts. Literally, impromptu, on this broadcast, he is now an Indiana. Oh, sorry, Indianapolis Colt. Indian. Indiana. That,
1: that that's that, crazy. I that, that, wow. I feel like that kind of puts into place that the Chargers are going to be really pushing for Tom Brady.
0: Oh yeah, the push is on. They're going to have to sl- like sling the money now towards him because they ha- they got a lot of it now freeing Rivers' contract, and he actually took a pretty low contract, I believe, to go to the Colts. I believe it was less than ten million a year like wow that that was crazy i can look up the the specs here on the deal i mean he
1: probably already has enough money but that's just surprising that a big name player wouldn't take more money yeah
0: oh actually i'm wrong uh it's one year for 25 million i must have looked at somebody else's but false information
1: brandon yeah
0: i i apologize i was i was looking at somebody else when i had the facts wrong but I'm not a reporter so just don't hate me
1: all right. But also just I just got a DM from my friend on Instagram. Stefan Diggs is going to um, Buffalo now.
0: Yeah, I yeah that indeed is true. Uh, I actually skimmed over that one on accident, but yeah, he's now been traded they, from the Vikings they're, to the Bills.
1: They Buffalo just gave up so much. They overpaid. They they traded a first-round pick, a fifth-round pick, a sixth-round pick, and a 2021 fourth-round pick to the Vikings for Stefan Diggs and a 2027th round pick. You think that's overpaying? I think that's way overpaying,
0: man. Uh, they gave up so many picks. Yeah, but the the thing I have about the picks is how many of your draft picks are going to be. Like, you, there's a chance that they're taking that they're not going to be as good of a drafting team, and they're, they're willing to give up their picks for a guy they know is going to be an instant playmaker to this team. I mean, I like the move. I, I can agree with you a little bit. They might have overpaid a little bit, but hey, if you have an ch- opportunity to get somebody like Stephon Diggs in an offense that's really kind of, I wouldn't say... Um, I think they're like, starting to
1: turn the, turn the tides. now. I think yeah, that, yeah. you could like, say where they're starting to find to find their, find their feet, I guess.
0: Yeah. Like that, that move right there can help them just propel them to the playoffs and be an instant contender. Like it's, it's a great move for them. I mean, they have receiver wise. I mean, it's really what Cole Beasley is their main guy. Like they, they haven't had a, great receiving core, and they add somebody mm. like Stephon Diggs, that can be a huge lift for this Bills team.
1: Absolutely. I mean, you saw, wasn't it two years ago that they made the playoffs for the first time in like 20 years or yep. something? Yep, I, I believe it was, yeah. yeah. Like you said, I think this is going to be a pretty valuable, but I still I still think they overpaid a little bit, but time will tell if it's uh, a beneficial trade or not, or yeah. a beneficial uh, acquirement or whatever you might want to call it. Yeah,
0: obviously time will tell, but it's it. We'll, we'll see on that. But Teddy Bridgewater is now a Carolina Panther, and everyone in the world is now talking about what's going on with Cam Newton. And the Panthers put out a statement that they are going to be pursuing a trade for Cam Newton, and Cam Newton responded in a way that wasn't so friendly back to the Panthers basically saying why why have you done this I I love the city and it's just I I don't really know what to say there because I mean Cam's been pretty loyal and if they did if they did this behind his back which I'm not saying they did at all I haven't really looked into the background behind what this is all about but I mean, obviously, it's probably on – there. you can probably find it on Instagram now with his comment to the, the tweet from Carolina. But it's just kind of crazy to think, like, Cam Newton's now probably going to be traded. I mean, I don't know why you'd pull off a move with Teddy Bridgewater if you're not going to move Cam Newton unless you think he's just going to – I mean, obviously, he can play and get hurt like he has yeah. a couple years now. But,
1: I mean – Bridgewater sounds like they want to make Bridgewater their guy. I mean, it's a smart move. I think Bridgewater is better. I mean, when you saw him with the Saints, he still went 5-0. Yeah. Picking up after that. And I don't think – I would think if they do trade for uh, Cam Newton, that's going to open up the possibility for him to go to the Bears. Like we said uh, – Yeah. That we talked about. Did we talk about that oh, a couple of episodes ago? Yeah,
0: I believe we did Um, back in our uh, free agency episode a while ago. Yeah, I can't remember the
1: number off the top of that, it, but that Yeah, That'll probably open up. I feel like that's going to open up a lot of opportunities for teams that need. I feel like that's going to be probably the most. The Bears are probably going to go for most likely. But, I mean, like I said, time will tell.
0: Yeah, I got a buddy that's a big um, Bears fan. Shout out to Steven if you're listening. I've been actually texting him throughout this whole thing, kind of <laughs> like what's going on and – uh, I told him about Robert Quinn and stuff, but um he, he's kind of intrigued by um Cam or Cam Newton coming to the Bears. He he's been a pretty big stickler on Trubisky, like a pretty pretty much America has that is a Bears fan. Because <laughs> Trubisky, I'll 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 put it out there. I don't think Trubisky's the answer. I he it's been so no. long they've had the best defense in the NFL and they can't get past round one. I believe it was round one of the playoffs. Well, their, their first game of the playoffs, they didn't make it with the best defense in the NFL. And that falls straight upon your offense. Yeah, and They had too many weapons on the outside to not win the game. And it just seemed like Trubisky wasn't consistent enough.
1: Definitely. Yeah.
0: And it's not like saying we're he's a terrible quarterback. It's just saying he doesn't, it might be he doesn't fit or this and that, but, I mean if you look back in the archives like Steve Young was a member of the Tampa Bay Bucks, and he was really like overlooked as far as being somebody that would eventually go to the 49ers and then he <coughs> fit like a glove and they won Super Bowls. I mean somebody could be a, a it, seeming bad quarterback on a different team and then go to the right fit team and they can just blow it up and make It's really all about chemistry. Great chemistry. Yeah, for sure. But Um, also one move that I, um, I went over, uh, Calais Campbell is now going to the Baltimore Ravens and that is a huge move for them to bolster their defense. I mean, this Ravens team just seems like it's kind of getting scarier and
1: scarier, honestly. I really think so too. I think that, I mean, the Ravens are already so good. I think that's really going to push them to, uh, I'm having a brain fire now, but I think that's going to push them probably farther into the playoffs. I have a feeling that they're going to make it all the way to the, um, you're, you're saying Super Bowl? Bowl? S- Super Bowl. Okay. I can't even think. <laughs> no, you're good. We're not in the studio. We're not in the studio, Brandon. I'm blanking on everything. I know it's not, fine. The, it's not fine. the right environment. But this is this is really weird. So I
0: mean, I oh I hope everybody understands. Like we're we're trying to figure this out because we we haven't planned us being quarantined for this long and stuff. It's just very
1: strange. But yeah. Anyway, I, I don't know. Yeah. Another side note. I don't know how many episodes we'll get out, but hopefully we'll get enough out for you guys to. Stay uh, content and stuff like that, but also yeah. there's no sports, so that's going to yeah. probably be the toughest thing about it. But I think that's just going to really add to the repertoire of the Ravens just to kind of make them even more deep because you've seen their offense, Lamar Jackson, Mark Ingram, and stuff like that. They're probably the two, probably the best one two punch in the NFL right now, mm-hmm. and adding to that, it's just going to make them even go farther and just a deeper, I guess you could say, arsenal on their defense as well. So I'm not. I think that they're going to probably go once again to the uh, division championship as well as the Super Bowl. So I don't. I think that's probably going to be a really good pickup for them. Yeah, that's that's a,
0: that's a pretty good pick right now at the start of the season. But uh, the one trade I would love to get into a little bit more is the the DeAndre Hopkins David Johnson trade. And there's yes. a ton of different views on this. And honestly,
1: I. I was extremely surprised to see that trade go down.
0: Oh, yeah. We never see like blockbuster deals player like star player for star player of each franchise. Like we've we've never seen something like that for a long time. Usually it's yeah, we'll give them a player and get literally a full boat of picks back in return. But this was pretty much a straight up. Yeah, I want your star running back and we'll give you our star receiver. Well, I mean, obviously the draft picks as well, but
1: yeah, but the basis of it. I was surprised because I thought I feel like Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins work really well together.
0: Yeah, and that Instagram post um where he kinda was like I am really grateful while you were here and stuff. That was just kinda that just made you sad. It was like, man, yeah. Those two really had a connection but Yeah, the
1: the bros are no more No no more bro love. <laughs> yeah. It's a, a D Wade LeBron breakup right there. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. But um, I was like I'm just surprised because I mean, now uh, the Cardinals—they have probably—they're going to have one of the most deadly offenses in the game right now. Mm-hmm, I mean, of course, mm-hmm. they trade with their star running back, but I mean, Larry Fitzgerald, DeAndre Hopkins,
0: Christian Kyler Kirk Murray, as well.
1: Yeah, Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kyler Murray didn't show as 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 good of a season as most people might wanted to see from him, especially for just being a rookie. But I mean, that time will tell. I mean, you see when Lamar jet. You, he's obviously blossomed into a really good quarterback. I think Kyler Murray has the possibilities too. I mean, it's just – I feel like the only battle he's going to have is with his height, but with that offense that they have, I feel like that's going to – I don't think they'll most likely be a po- a postseason contending team, I don't think, but they're definitely going to have a way better season than what they had last year.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, this move's going to, like, just absolutely boost their offense. It's,
1: it's so great. Because Larry Fitzgerald was their main target, but now he's got two all-star – or. All pro quality receivers that he kind of kind of open up the field to, especially with how fast he is, that gives a lot more. It'll make defenses scurry and scramble a lot, a oh, lot yeah. more, and give him more more space to deal with. Yeah, for
0: sure. And like, I I kind of went on the the running backs um side of this as far as like in depth analysis. And honestly, watching the Cardinals, they looked a lot like better it seemed like almost with kenyon drake especially the game his first game as a cardinal when he almost got like 200 yards or something ridiculous but honestly kenyon drake i mean david johnson's a great player don't get me wrong but kenyon drake is just a very fast threat like he can he can run to a hole just faster than david johnson can which definitely honestly like looking at this swap both teams are kind of getting more what they want obviously the cardinals have kyler murray and now with Kenyon drake and then they have christian kirk as well playing the slot with hopkins and fitzgerald they're adding a lot more speed they're playing so much faster now compared to the texans which they are kind of more the opposite they kind of play more slower they like to run between the tackles and go deep and that's kind of more what david johnson can bring to that team so I mean, honestly, this is kind of a win-win for both teams. I mean, you can't really just say there's any negatives on this trade. It's just something we have never seen blockbuster-wise.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely. And what I wanted to also say, I mean, we kind of talked about Tom Brady already, but one thing that I think kind of separates him from a lot of other players is his. I don't know if you saw his Instagram post um, of like the the screenshot of like his notes, like talking to all the Patriots fans and stuff and what he's thankful for. I think that was just a very class move.
0: hmm Yeah. And I'm, he said
1: he said it so well. It was, like, the way he word like, what he just said in it, you can just tell that pay, the pay, past nations really met, meant a lot to him. And also he just – I think he just worded it very, very well. Yeah, it
0: was definitely a class act on his part. I mean, due to, like, what was – it looks, sounded like said, like, last year – they were there was word that he was so angry in um, it's not spring training but like early season um, training before like mini like mini camp kind of before training mm-hmm. camp he was not happy at all what was going on he was actually like thinking about walking out of the Patriots and just asking for a release then but I mean he stayed with it and he 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 hasn't never went out on, like, social media and put out, like, these cryptic things where he's like, yeah, I want to get out of this place. This is terrible, kind of threatened his way out. He has been a class act, stayed with the team, and he's doing it the right way. And I feel like that just speaks to Tom as well. And, I mean, Robert Kraft obviously loves Tom Brady so much. I honestly think that Robert Kraft wanted Tom Brady more than Bill Belichick did.
1: Yeah. I
0: mean, he called him a son to him. That's just kind of crazy. I think, I think Bill Belichick's almost, almost looking more towards, yeah, this is probably going to have to happen in the future. So I might as well get like one of these star quarterbacks right now.
1: Definitely. And he's a free agent, right? They're not.
0: Yep he he's a I believe he's unrestricted free agent. I'm not actually he might be a restricted free agent. I'm not sure, but he is in the market, wide open. So. And he has clearly said he's not going back to the Pats and like we were talking about at the beginning or before the show, Joe, all clear signs are saying he's gonna be a charger.
1: Yeah. I mean, why else would I mean obviously Philip Rivers was a free agent and all or whatever, all that good stuff, but I mean, why else would the Chargers try to get Philip Rivers away before like basically right after um uh Tom Brady announced that he wasn't going to stay in uh, Boston anymore. <clears throat> or Fox, bro. Excuse me, I have a... <coughs> Something in my throat. You're good. Um, but, <laughs> uh, but, like, now that they they don't have Phillip in San Diego anymore, I feel like that's just going to be a clear sign that they're they're going to be only going to take Tom Brady, and it's basically Brady or Buss for them. Yeah, I mean...
0: I believe I had, there was, there's actually a rumor that um, Tampa Bay is like throwing the kitchen sink to Tom Brady. Like they're trying to give him all the money, but I, I don't know if he would want, I mean, obviously that could You be said Tampa Bay? Yeah, Tampa Bay. And there's actually a rumor that they're waiting on Tom Brady for like a contract or something. I mean, I I don't know, but. I mean, Tampa Bay would be a great, would be pretty good fit as well. I mean, they got some talented receivers down there as well. Bruce Arians is a great quarterback coach, but I mean, now with Jameis Winston on the market too, like there could be a possibility. There's a different quarterback in Tampa, but the one thing is, it might be a little bit scary that Jameis Winston might be kind of like, I wouldn't say like he's going to not have a lot of options if his spot at Tampa is taken because no one's really seemed to have a lot of interest in him
1: so far. Definitely. I mean, he is a good quarterback we have saw. He threw, what, over 30 touchdowns this year, but he also threw 30 picks. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
0: The turnovers I, are the big issue.
1: This probably won't happen, but here's a, here's a theory that I've that I have that just popped in my mind. Right. I wonder if they will try to get Tom Brady and then try to have Jameis as the backup for like maybe two years and just learn from Tom and try to develop him then and then keep him on the team. But I also don't think Jameis is going to want to play backup for since that being long. the starter and the guy for, so for how long he's been in the league. So yeah, I feel, I feel like, if he wanted to get better, he'd, like, try to learn from Brady, but I feel like he's also just going to want to play and not really care about that type of stuff, so.
0: Yeah, that that's a very interesting um, view on it. Um, I actually kind of thought of a view just now. Like, what if Tom Brady decides to go to Tampa and then um, Jameis wants to go to a team where he can help build it where – there's an also a team in Florida that's willing to do that like the Miami Dolphins would he want yeah. to go there instead i mean obviously they have Ryan Fitzpatrick right now but Ryan Fitzpatrick's a journeyman and he'll go wherever his needs are desired and he'll go to whatever team basically he wants so i mean that could be a possibility i mean there's also um now with Cam Newton now there's just there's a lot of people that are still available for all of these Moves because I mean, the fact is, is we still got guys on the market that could help like change the dynamic of an offense. Still, like Emmanuel Sanders is still a free agent as right now. Robbie Anderson, Melvin Gordon, those guys are all still available. So somebody might Mm -hmm. go for one of them, spend their money, and not be as worried about the quarterback.
1: Definitely, it. There's so many possible possibilities for a lot of these players to go to that. It, I mean, Tom Brady to possibly to go to all these teams that want him. Jameis Winston has a possibility to go to these different places. If Tom Brady goes to Tampa Bay, there's just a lot of different outcomes depending. It's kind of like a, the domino effect where we got to see where everything goes.
0: Yeah, and I think there's a lot of teams that are there's they're they're waiting to make these moves because they want to see where Tom goes. Because honestly, Tom is he's the front domino. Because if yes. he goes to a team, teams might like if for say he went to the chargers now, the chargers aren't going to be going for maybe somebody uh, like they might not have the money to go for one of their um, defensive needs and they might send um, their money to Tom and then have other teams now have an opportunity to scoop up who they had their plan a for like Tom Brady is he's, he's the biggest name in this free agent and he's going to cause teams to rethink their strategies wherever he goes.
1: Definitely. And I mean, I'm hoping that there's going to be just a sleeper team that gets him. So that way everyone's just like, what has happened? Mm-hmm. And it's just going to send a ripple, like just a tsunami of just everyone trying to scramble and get team, get in order of what they want to do. But I mean, that's kind of far fetched because we, there's two very good possibilities, but I'm just excited to see where he goes and where, and mostly if he's going to be able to defend his goat title, if he's going to be able to do damage wherever he goes when he doesn't have Belichick. But, I mean, you've seen what he did this year with not very many guys that he's had before. They still went to the playoffs. They still did really good, or not really good. They got knocked on the first round. I don't know what I'm saying, but um, I just kind of am hoping that I'm just more excited for this season and see what he's going to be able to do to Show people that, hey, I'm not just good with the Patriots. I can go other places and do damage. Yeah,
0: pretty much solidify his GOAT status is really kind of what I feel like his plan is now that he's not a Patriot. And, I mean, there's there's plenty of free agency still to go. Now, honest, obviously, like, there's going to be a little bit of a downfall, especially, like, once, like, Brady is going to go somewhere and then kind of everybody else picks up what they need as fast as they can then it's kind of going to quiet down before the draft. But I mean, there's, there's still people that are like not decided yet. If they're going to become a free agent, like they're still kind of holding out on their, their contracts with their teams. I mean, um, a name on here, Malcolm Jenkins, he just kind of announced like a couple hours ago, he wasn't coming back to the Eagles. And now everyone's like, yeah. Whoa, Whoa, this guy's actually available. Like, Oh, maybe we should start looking at him, but maybe, maybe Detroit question mark. If they're
1: listening. But, um, <laughs> On it. No, Detroit doesn't know how to do it. Like Detroit just needs. It pains me, dude. pains me as a Detroit Lions fan, but there's just so much we have to do. Yeah, Detroit needs everything. I just saw a mock draft. Like when I was looking up, just like the notes for today's episode, and there was like talks that we were gonna draft like a lineman out of like uh, I think it was like we we're gonna draft a lineman instead of Okuda or something like that. With I don't f- know what. But with the
0: first, is it works? If it was, I think so. If it was works, that's the only lineman that I would be okay with drafting and I'm not even I would rather draft somebody more like a position player I don't know why we would settle for a need when we need best available obviously like the line is still in need but we haven't drafted that well with linemen the past couple of years I mean Taylor Decker and like Graham Glasgow have been great but like other than that it's just like would you rather take it like we've never drafted a full-on playmaker in the first five picks of a draft before really the last person we ever truly took the best available oh
1: i see what it was it was gonna be a simmons from clemson i think his name was like ian simmons or something he's a linebacker oh
0: isaiah simmons okay i thought you meant like offensive lineman i was like okay
1: but yeah, I got. I just got a quick glance of at it. I wasn't sure. Yeah, but, yeah, that yeah, that makes more sense.
0: Yeah, Isaiah Simmons is very good. Um, Barrett on Mike's and Takes. He's a big fan of him just because of kind of the the linebacker. Um, I guess you could say like synchronization or whatever. Both of them were he Barrett's a huge fan of him, and I looked into him, and he's actually a very good player that's kind of been um underlooked. I mean, he performed pretty mm-hmm. well in the championship game, but. Like There's still a lot of stuff like going on with the draft. And now with all this free agency, teams might be scrambling their plans and trying to change everything up now. Because, I mean, the Colts are starting to make moves like crazy in free agency. They've already had Phillip Rivers now committing. DeForest Buckner was also traded from the Niners. He's going to Indianapolis as well. I mean, there's still plenty of moves to be made. And, wow. I Sorry I had to just break my train of thought. Another, oh, another wow. update, Jason Winton came out of retirement, and he's not what? retiring. So last year he came out of retirement to play for Dallas. I thought he was going to retire this year, just kind of one last hurrah. But he is now going to be signing with the Raiders.
1: wow this This is this
0: this is the strangest thing ever and the funniest thing in the comment section here on this post is that what wait a minute hold on there's all these just like shock words like wait when did this where did they think like yeah we need jason witten on this team because i mean they have darren waller why do they really need jason witten
1: yeah very weird but
0: maybe they just want to The nice, like, maybe John Gruden wants his double tights set, like, on packed or something. I don't know. Obviously, John Gruden's got a plan, I'd hope, because they're paying him a lot of bucks to have one. So, yeah.
1: But, anyway, honestly. Oh, one sec, one sec, Brandon. Whoa, whoa, okay. There's I'm sorry. I'm looking at this website. You're good. And it says a couple notable Dolphins editions that they just got or whatever. They got defensive end Shaq Lawson, Kyle Van Noy. From the Patriots, they were able to acquire corner or cornerback <clears throat> Byron Jones.
0: Yeah, and I believe uh, three pretty Jordan Howard as well at running back.
1: Is they're really turning yeah. the
0: table now? Yeah, the I didn't even mention the Dolphins. I kind of just looked over them, But yeah, they're starting to make moves. So now does somebody want to go to that team now that they're rebuilding? That's a complete possibility. Yeah. But very interesting. It Man, sounds like, so much happening. Yeah, so, sounds like a lot of people are starting to become fans of um, Brian Flores. So that's very interesting. Excuse me. Very interesting to watch. Definitely. But, um, Joe, I think that's going to wrap it up to the day. But it's
1: definitely not too much going on in the sports world, as you can tell. Yeah. I mean, clear reasons. But, I mean, I would really like what we talked about today. I mean, so much going on with the NFL, with free agency. That's kind of like the peak moment. Still got a lot more to come, but um, we're just going to try to get, I mean, if we want to talk about something, we're going to try to put on an episode. It's basically going to be depending on um, what's going to go on in the sports world since, I mean, no sports are going on right now, but mm-hmm. um, we're just going to try to get as many episodes that we feel fit well, as well as just getting good content out to you guys.
0: Yeah, but. It, to find notifications on the show, obviously go follow our Twitter page at the MVSP to get any notifications on if there will be a show on Thursday or the next Tuesday or Thursday with our episodes being Tuesdays and Thursdays here in the mid afternoon. Um, we will have updates for that. You can also follow our page. We'll have news posted as well. And, uh, like you said, Joe, it's going to be kind of interesting now that sports are kind of taking a, a time out here for a bit, to a talk, bit of hiatus. Yeah, yeah, talk about some stuff during this hiatus, but um, it should be pretty interesting as far as what might happen in free agency. I'm sure we'll probably talk about it in our next episode. But but we thank you guys for listening as well with our with our. Um, Not I wouldn't say subpar, but
1: not not ideal. Yeah, not Not ideal. Not ideal.
0: uh, Voice quality, all this kind of crazy stuff going on. But we wanted to put content out to you guys for just because you guys are uh, mean the the most to us. We love putting content out for you, and it's just something we really enjoy doing, and we wanted to keep doing it regardless of the situation. So we will continue to do that with the information coming in that we can get during this time. So. But, Joe, glad to have you back on the mic, brother.
1: It's good to be back, Chief. It's been a
0: hot minute, but it's, it's been a good time. So, well, thank you guys for listening. Check out other Bulldog Radio podcasts as well. Hopefully, we'll be back on Thursday. We'll Check Twitter on our page to find out for sure. But until then, we will see you guys later.